0: Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey!
1: Marshall, it is so good to see you. It's it's not so good to see the uh, virus that you have uh, on display behind you blown up a a million times bigger than it is, but um, hey it's led to our topic today so what do I know you and I will say on the front end you uh, mentioned to me that this was a meeting you had and I was like oh that's so cool so this is basically just I I just thought it was so cool and you said you were willing to do a, a, a session about it so I'm excited for this conversation
0: oh yeah 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 as soon as I saw you write it down I'm like I don't think it's it's probably been three or four years since I said something and Ramsey wrote it down.
1: So, <laughs> that's not true.
0: This is this is good stuff here. This must <laughs> we must we must capture this forever. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have the alarming uh, that filmmaker spike protein uh, behind me. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, not good. The uh, so the uh, two questions uh, as as the the pandemic. I don't know if it's waning but nobody cares anymore right <laughs> and so yeah there seems to be a sense of normalcy that's uh, approaching the world um so two questions that, that we've been asking uh, in the workplace is what did we start doing during the pandemic that needs to live on yep and and the answers to this are are just so many bright spots so many positive things that because of the pandemic Here's what we started doing. Uh, you know, you hear things like, uh, you know, we now make sure that that our employees have a three day weekend every month, uh, yep. you know just to keep them healthy and strong. you know we've we've reduced our hours, yep uh, you know so our store is not open till you know you know the middle of the night. Um, we've changed our processes. We, we now go to the customer instead of forcing the customer, <clears throat> excuse me, the, to come to us. Right. Uh, We're much more responsive and have options and things like that. So so yeah, you just start to get this list of we've done some really cool things here. Right. From a customer service standpoint, from a from an employee care point. And you're like, man, we need to we need to document this and commit to, yeah, this was really good. We don't want to lose this. We don't want this to be temporary.
1: I, I didn't know what you were gonna say as some of the options, but that was that was basically my list. Uh, the, the, the things that were about customer, uh, experience and care, the things about employee, uh, hours and and just taking care of employees, employee engagement, in other words. And, um, I think I'd add a third one to that, which is there were some processes that we didn't take seriously before the pandemic. The pandemic forced us to actually do them, huh? They work. And so, you know, whether it's, um, you know, managing internet leads and treating every lead seriously, or um, uh, you know, making sure we we cover every single step on our sales process, what whatever it is, uh, it turns out that those things really did button up a lot of problems that we had been having, and huh, they they weren't problems anymore. Uh, so again, we something that we started doing during the pandemic is actually following processes. Turns out that works too. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Things like uh, how we interact with customers that, yeah, right. the customer doesn't have to be in the store. We can get them on Zoom or FaceTime or Teams or WebEx or one of the million other platforms that popped up. Yep. And, and, and so all of a sudden we're having conversations with customers who aren't in our backyard, uh, but are spending money with us. And we're making that a, a very personalized experience. So right. tons of stuff that, that, you know, so that that's the meeting. You have that meeting. What do we start doing during the pandemic that we don't want to lose as things start to normalize? Yeah. And then this brings forward the second question. All right. So things are starting to get back to normal. And we keep hearing the phrase in our travels from our, you know, the the owners and and people in charge keep talking about, we need to get back to basics. Yeah. You know, and it's like back to basics. Yeah. Okay, so what it's is like that? a downer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of depressing. You know, it's basic, and we got to do it again, right? Uh, you know, and so, so the the question that that we've come up with at this point is is we have the, you know, we used to meeting, mm-hmm. and so yes. it's a it's a wonderful meeting where you get everybody in the room. Uh, I just got finished with one, and it's like finish this sentence. You know, we used to. Mm-hmm. And now people start going. Yeah, we used to we used to follow up longer with our clients. Yeah, you know we used to actually get involved earlier with with uh, with meeting the clients. You know we used to, uh, you know, greet people or you know uh, you know at the point of first point of contact. You know we used to, and man, you get like the most amazing conversations uh, about the stuff that that during the pandemic. We got away from, or maybe even without the pandemic, wanes and flow, You know, ebbs sure. and flows. Uh, you know, over time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, delivery moments that used to be really special um, in the car business, uh, uh, or uh, orientations for new hires uh, where we are bringing them on board, and there's something special we used to do, going around introducing them to each department, or giving them a buddy, or you know, whatever it is um those those are all things that things that we knew worked in the past things that were 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 real difference makers for us and again sometimes we had to give them up right there there were not options during a lockdown for doing some of these things so we literally had to just uh stop behavior but again like you said sometimes we just sort of wane away from the behavior uh you know things get busy there are some things we have to react to and so we can't be proactive this is an attempt to get back to being proactive on those things that uh, we can we can reclaim and recapture and reintroduce.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. How many times over the years have we heard about managers complaining about meeting? Well, we meet too much. We're you know it's death by meeting around here. We're meeting right. to death. And then I discovered that we'd had this nice experiment. So in many of the businesses that we work with, the managers' meeting didn't occur for two years. Yep, and we saw the division between those managers just grow and grow and grow. Yeah, yeah, as yeah, we, yeah. As we became less familiar with each other, and we didn't get together and talk as frequently, judgment, suspicion, resistance—all uh, these things started. You know, these walls started to be formed. Yep, and and, and I've had managers come up to me and they go we really need to meet you know yep. we we need to all be in the same room and talk some stuff out uh, yep. you know things have gotten really bad yeah so now you've got people asking for the meeting you know right. that, that we've got to get in the same room and talk some things through uh because this isn't this isn't good for us it isn't good for the team members it is isn't good for the customer yeah um so that was.
1: Often the first thing that came up uh, from an employee survey uh, that I've done over the years with with various clients that, you know, they'd look at the data and they would just go, you know, we used to meet, we used to have managers meetings, and we would have solved a lot of these problems by doing that. Or sometimes like the meeting was the solution. (laughs) That was the thing. So yeah, uh, you see this a lot.
0: Well, same with the employee meeting. You know, we used to get all our people together once a yes. quarter, and yeah. uh, you know, kind of share what you know—past, present, and future. Here's how we performed most recently. Here's where we're at currently. Here's what the future looks like. Here's where we want to go. And, okay. and and so you've got this nice nice get together. So uh, yeah, you know, we used to all get in the same room and 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 celebrate. You know, you know the what we've achieved and talk about next steps and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, so so yeah, it's maybe it's two meetings. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, so we can keep it short. The first meeting is, yeah. You know, what did we start doing during the pandemic that needs to live on? The second meeting is finish the sentence, you know, we used to okay. and see what it is. And then now you've got two wonderful lists. Love it. You can prioritize, figure out which ones are, are, are worth tackling first. And yeah. and yeah, you're off and running And now you're, you're incredibly proactive uh, going into the fall, uh, winter and into uh, the next year.
1: I think that's what excites me about releasing this episode, you know, now as we're starting, you know, about to start fall is the idea that, you know, look at how this could take you through the end of the year and set you up for such a very pretty 2023. So
0: Mm -hmm. awesome stuff. Thanks for sharing, Mike. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for writing it down. (laughs) uh, Mr. Wolf, uh, please share your thoughts. And there you have it, another session of contemporaneous extemporizing from Mark and Mike. I know it's redundant, but consider who we're talking about. As always, feel free to share the ideas you heard here. No rights are reserved, no permissions needed. Thanks. See you next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius.
1: That's good enough.